This podcast is produced and distributed by MWB Studios. So I said earlier um, that uh, that Rita Brent, uh, comedian extraordinaire, uh, is also a, uh, a a semi-pro NBA analyst. <laughs> so we're gonna uh, we've we've asked her to stay for another segment, and she has graciously agreed. And we're gonna we're gonna break down some uh, some NBA talk. Um, so let me ask. Let me start, Rita. Um, just give me your overall takeaways from from this season. Well, the whole time I thought that the Warriors were not going to three-peat. I thought the Rockets would take them out because they had a healthy team. They had Chris Paul, Harden was healthy and killing 60-point games every once in a while. They had the big men, and I just didn't see the Warriors losing to the Rockets. And so when they beat them easily, I said, huh, okay, we're going to have a three-peat. Then, next thing you know, injuries take over. But I had also said the whole time in the East that the Raptors were going to come out of the East. I thought it would be the Raptors or the Sixers. And, um, you know, because Kawhi Leonard is just really, really good. The Raptors are a tough team. And so now, uh, with, uh, with, the, with all the injuries that happened between Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson, uh, no surprise that the Raptors won there. But I do feel like this championship doesn't count because they didn't beat a healthy Warriors team. So I'm not impressed. I literally wrote down on my notes from season takeaways, the only thing I have is injuries are a bitch. Yeah, yeah. This championship does not count because if Kevin Durant were playing, the Raptors would not have won a damn thing. I think if Klay Thompson had stayed healthy, he was game six Clay up to that point. Agreed, agreed. He was, he, was, he that, 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 was, that was something. But you gotta, you also have to hand it to Kawhi. That's a full-grown man right there. Yes, yeah, gigantic-ass hands, and he doesn't say much, but his presence is felt on that doggone court. Randy, you had something you wanted to add? Well, I'm, if I could just interject, I'm a little disappointed because I thought we were going to talk about MBAs, <laughs> and I did a lot of preparation trying to, you know, have a perspective on MBA analysis. You're saying MBA as like in a Masters, Masters of, of Business. Business Administration. Okay, well, give us, we'll go back and forth on this. Give us something, give us your MBA analysis. We'll go back and forth on this. Mm-hmm. I think it can be a valuable uh, advanced degree to, to get. I really do. Hmm. From oh, your business that, perspective. From my business perspective. That's all okay. I got there. Okay. I was all right. Excellent. Excellent <laughs> analysis there. Hey, that, hey, I, hey, hey. I spent, we actually have an MBA student. Well, we did. We did. <laughs> Till we realized it might not be all that in a bag of chips, right? So <laughs> we were doing the MBA for a little while until we realized that maybe you're, we this is this might not make. The you're cut. saying MBA, right? MBA, MBA. I spent the last five months working on my MBA and realized that maybe the MBA is not what I need. Maybe so, I need the NBA. So in your analysis, <laughs> yeah, not worth it. In my analysis, at this point in my life, as a 54-year-old woman, not worth it. See, I was about to say MBA medical clinic, and that's totally wrong. Yeah, that's wrong, too. (laughs) Now, to be a doctor, I might make that. I could do that. But MBA, maybe not. Did you just declare for the MBA draft? (laughs) Yes, I actually did. I actually did. Awesome. Look Look at these guns. I got it. Oh, boy. Usually when you have to say, look at these guns. Wait, is it guns, legs, whatever? If, if you have to tell people to look at them, then they're not there. They're not there. That's right. No, it's. it's um, I, I'm not. I don't want to discourage anybody to say no. Don't go for your MBA. But when you're 54 years old and kind of already in a, in a place of where you're going to be, you may not need it. You may not to invest that kind of money into something that 
you're going to be just fine without it. Okay. Sorry, my college <laughs> choice. <laughs> We're not going to go there. They're not a sponsor. No, they're not. The Western Conference is kind of interesting now, and I think it's I think it's a situation that no nobody really could foresee at the beginning of the season because now we've got Anthony Davis over at the over with with LeBron at the Lakers, and they are. I don't know if you know this, Rita. Uh, right now, they're the prohibitive favorites, the betting odds in Vegas to win the championship next year, as of as of right now. So that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. They have to build a team. They said they are now. All of the experts are saying the Lakers made a mistake because they got Anthony Davis over there, but they didn't think about the supporting pieces. You think about the Chicago Bulls team. They had supporting pieces. They had your Kerrs and your Tony Kukoc and your Luke Longley and your Ron Harper. You have to have supporting pieces. You can't just have a two-headed monster and expect to win against the Warriors and the Rockets and whoever else is killing in the West. I think they're signing Kyle Korver. I'll let you laugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyle's bang is very nice, but that's about it. His his bang is, is the only thing that's still standing. I mean, he's he's good. But he's not a, like a clip. He's not a Ray Allen. So you think so? So in your opinion, the Lakers the, are the Lakers a piece away? Do they need that third guy? Do they need? That I think third they're a star? couple pieces away because uh, LeBron and Anthony don't really know what their chemistry is going to be like. Just like when LeBron went to Miami, they didn't win a championship that first year. You know, they have to develop a chemistry between the, the players that they're going to get on the team. So I think they're a couple pieces and some chemistry away. And I, and and I'll be honest, I I. I don't know that they have complementary skill sets mm-hmm. really I, I i know lebron can play every position on the floor mm-hmm. um ad i'm not i'm not so sure i i don't know that lebron has played with a player like ad before he hasn't it definitely wasn't tristan thompson I, well chris bosh is is actually that's a good comparison uh-huh. bosh is bosh is a is a good comparison but like you said it took a minute but it's good. yeah, they need a couple more pieces and some chemistry before they win a championship. Be be for real. So as of as of today, I'm not going to say what today is because who knows how long it will take us to get this podcast edited <laughs> based on our last one. But as of Summer. today, as of today, sitting in here uh, prior to the 2020 2020 2019 2020 NBA season, I said NBA, not MBA. <laughs> Let's uh, give me give me Rita Brent's uh, predictions for Western Conference champions, Eastern Conference champions, and overall champion. I would say the Sixers still have a good chance coming out of the East. The Celtics seem to have blown up any kind of chance they had. The Celtics look a mess. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. To to make it to the finals, Eastern Conference Finals last year, and then without Kyrie and then to lose so quickly with Kyrie this year yeah they're just not on one accord personality wise it seems and Al Horford is leaving so yeah the Celtics have no chance I think the the 76ers will rise to the top in the Eastern Conference next year Western Conference I'm going with the Warriors again I think you're right on that Warriors or Rockets I do I think I think the Warriors are going to surprise again mm-hmm. ne- next year uh, yeah. Randy and Jana, do y'all have anything <laughs> else about uh, MB Masters of Business Administration to add to this conversation? Do you, are you advocating Kevin Durant to go to the University of Phoenix and get his, finish his MBA there, like Larry Fitzgerald? What odd reference? <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I love LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron are you a LeBron James? Fan? Are my you? baby, little boy, my nineteen-year-old is the biggest LeBron James fan. 
He loves LeBron. Boo. I know. I'm sorry. I'm he loves LeBron. Not as much LeBron. He loves LeBron. Rita, why, why, why do you not like LeBron? Where does the polarization come in from? That a I'm couple of reasons. I think he's overrated. I think he's unfairly compared. Yeah, I think he's unfairly compared to Jordan. He mm-hmm. may be more comp- comparable to a uh, Magic Johnson, but not Jordan. If you're going to compare anybody to Jordan, Dwayne Wade, it's either Kobe Bryant or nobody else. There you go. Period. Oh, I, wait, 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 wait. No, you just betrayed yourself. I know why you're anti-LeBron. Because why? you're in the Kobe tank. Uh, you and know, he's out there in L.A. now. I, no, not necessarily. I've never been a Lakers fan. That's that's for sure. I've never been a Kobe fan. That's for sure. I've been strictly a Jordan fan, to be honest with you. But I will give Kobe his credit. He is the closest thing to Jordan that we ever saw. Not freaking LeBron. Mm-hmm. And it also frustrates me that people are making a big deal about Kevin Durant going to the Warriors and forming this super team when LeBron did the same damn thing when he went to the Heat. And working on doing it again. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, what, what is this? But I do appreciate everything LeBron does off court. He is Muhammad Ali-esque in the way he speaks about social issues, and I appreciate that. The thing he's done with the school in Akron mm-hmm. is amazing. Yes. that That is legitimately life-changing mm-hmm. for those people amazing and and the commitment to his home community which he's left twice now but never really left mm-hmm. is is so commendable yes i give him all the credit for that but not a lebron james fan on the court that's okay he's good though whatever <laughs> separating the art from the artist separating right. the good from the artist i, I can guess. do that all right, you guys got anything else on MBAs? Master's <laughs> Business Administration? I'm going to leave that one alone. Me too. <laughs> Tim, Zion, what do you think? Tim, uh, Zion Williamson oh, yeah. with the Pelicans. Okay, so uh, I think the Pelicans are actually in a good position, mm-hmm. I will say. Um, I like what their management has been doing. You you absolutely had to take Zion, uh, the first pick in the draft overall. Mm-hmm. I saw the 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 video where he I think I actually saw the game live where he blocked the three pointer from the corner jumping from the lane. Oh crap. That is the most athletic thing I have ever seen a basketball player do. Uh. He seems like a really very engaging personality. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's this is gonna be a little heresy I guess to say. I don't think I've seen enough yet. Agreed. To know. On a professional level. On a profession on a professional level um, I, I just I'm gonna have to see um, how he stacks up against a faster paced game mm-hmm. against against some big, of those strong big dudes. stronger <laughs> players. And I know he's big. I know he's a big. I know he's a big strong guy. But the the NBA is littered with big strong guys that couldn't do it at the next level yeah. uh, to to the degree that they did in college. So um, I hope I like the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what he stands for. I like his personality. I, I hope, I really hope he succeeds. But I'm not ready to crown him the next, uh, the next LeBron yet. Yeah, no, no, he has to prove himself. Speaking of, let me ask you about Jerry and Ely. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't know who that is. Do you know is. Who I'm talking about? No. Who's okay, that? Jerry and Ely is a standout. Okay, he is a football drafted Ole Miss, but he's one of those track baseball. Is this the guy with the mustache and the mullet? I don't know about a mullet. Has hair kind of like Rita's. What year is it? He just graduated (laughs) high school, and he got recruited by Ole Miss, but he was also offered a baseball contract. Nice. With 
I mean, but I don't I don't know the situation. I mean, you don't know who I'm talking about, do you? So I, I don't. This is probably all going to get cut I out. had him. <laughs> I, this is good radio right here. I had, him, I had him with a mustache and a mullet, so clearly no, I no, don't. No, 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 no. He's at Jackson. And then you pointed to Rita and said he has hair like he Rita's hair just on like Rita. the radio <laughs> that people can't see. Google, I know. Google whatever. Rita Brent's hair. I know. Google Rita Brent's hair. Google Rita Brent's hair. That'll get more people to Google Rita Brent's hair. But Jerry, I guess he's not as big as I think he is, but he's one of those athletes that's like, Every sport he excels in. Mm-hmm. And so Ole Miss has pulled him on the football team. Jim Thorpe. Jim who? Keep going. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing a thing. We're doing a thing. Keep going. But Jerry is now at Ole Miss, and he's going to be on the Ole Miss football team. But Deion he Sanders. also – who I know Neon Dion. I remember. We're doing a thing. Okay. Ignore me. Okay. But Jerry I think, could be somebody down the road that we're going to see. Obviously, I think he's playing the wrong sport. I think he needs to be playing baseball versus Why football. Why do you think that? Because he's not big enough to play football. Bo he's Jackson. not big enough. He's going to get killed playing football. He's going to get injured. Something's going to happen. He got injured playing Jackson Prep football. He's going to get injured about, at Ole Miss. Yeah, minimal contact sport. Yeah, he's going to well. get injured. Baseball, he could have killed it, but he chose to go football. So. If I have a son, no football, son. Sorry. Yeah. No. But Concussion's too serious. Anyway. My guy was not worth this podcast, so we're going to cut that out. So. Josh, it's okay. It's okay. Josh. Notes. Cut it. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. You need to cut it. If he's famous, then I'm going to take credit for this down the road. Yeah. We'll one, save it. One for okay. the archives. Yes, thank you. <laughs> the last NBA question I have for Rita Brent, uh, what your expectations on Space Jam 2? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I Space Jam One wasn't like that damn classic to me. So heresy, so much heresy is going on in this room right now. <laughs> oh it's not classic. What do you mean it's not classic? It's a classic, but it's not a classic classic. I don't remember for, much. For me, it was. It was a classic. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just remember days on end just repeating. Yeah. The same I like the song. In the Space Jam, here's your chance. Do your dance in the Space Jam. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's my favorite part of the whole yes. movie. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I can't see myself paying to see Space Jam 2. No, 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 no. Bootleg, no, Netflix, yes. whatever. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster. Uh. <laughs> Rita Brent's favorite basketball movie. Hmm. He got game. Old school. He got game. Uh, Juana Man. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm ashamed to say that, but I love Juana Man. <laughs> Which is so appropriate for today, you know, with the with the LGBT mm-hmm. things. Ahead yeah. of it, I've all I've always said Juana Man was light years ahead of its time. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> groundbreaking. Yes. Uh, all right, uh, Rita has to guess my favorite basketball movie of all time. Your favorite basketball movie of all time. Hmm. What can I not do? White uh-huh. man can't jump. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Is that true? No. What do you hear? It's Hoosiers. <laughs> Hoosiers. <laughs> Sorry, it's Hoosiers. No, I'm saying it's uh, true that white men can't jump. Uh, oh, yes, I that's know true. they can. Yeah. But that's from what I've seen, yes. no. Oh, man. All right, you can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> So talking about like realizing when you make it or whatever. Uh-huh. So let me give you my moment. And this involved you actually. Oh, okay. So I, I'm at home one day 
uh, and Rita, Rita has collaborated with us on, on, a, on, a, on a couple of projects um, that, that we worked on to, to great success. So um, I'm at home one morning uh, getting, ready to, getting ready to go to work. I think I just got out of the shower. And uh, I know I had a missed call from, from Rita. So I call her right back. And uh, she was actually uh, had just learned that she was doing uh, Heart of the City with Kevin Hart. Uh-huh. Uh, I think the next day or maybe later that it was either later that day or the next day. And she and she was kind enough to say, can you and your wife come and come and come and attend? And I think I had a family obligation. I think my son had something that night or whatever, the, the night in question. And, mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to go. And I said, I really, we would really, really love to go. But we would almost we'd have to like get there and then leave as soon as we got there and I didn't, I didn't want to do that and and, and Rita told me that, that's okay they just they're they're asking that we make sure that we have a a uh, you know a fairly diverse audience or whatever and I was like well do you do you want me to um do you want me to, to call some like people I know and she's she's like no 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 I got I got I got that I'm good I'm good I'm good and so I was like okay well you know congratulations or whatever so I hang I hang up the phone and then it hits me. I made her white people list. <laughs> yes, you did. I'm like, wow, I have made it. You're top five, Tim. Top five on that list. Mm, top five. Impressive. I don't even know where I want to fall as long as I'm top five. <laughs> and I didn't want to say that. Like, yo, we need some white people at the show. I didn't want to say that. But you needed some white people at the show? Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, it's going to be a Comedy Central. We want to make sure the audience reflects the state of Mississippi. It's like, well, you definitely need some white people on screen then. But only 20%. Yeah. I wish I could have been on screen. That's all right. You are a good dad. Thanks. That's what that is. You know, he's green green belt now. Awesome. Uh, It was karate, right? Yeah. He's actually actually studying acting. Um, Oh, he just did a play at New Stage. Uh, awesome. Uh, New Stage New is Stage great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have to get you a, a sticker or some kind of button. This is Rita's white people list. Top five. Like, yeah. White people. Or sh- a badge. That something. would be the great. I'm going to get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. It would you, be great. He's about to cry. You pick the location yeah. and I'll get I'll get the Rita's white people list. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank Thanks. you. All right. <laughs> All right, that's been a really fun show today. We did not get to spin the topical wheel, which is fine because we still don't have a topical wheel True. because we're extremely <laughs> poor planners. We still have that that die over there that doesn't have like the right numbers on it or whatever. Okay, so one of the one of the topics on spin the topical wheel was bore people with font talk, but we stumbled into something uh, in the pre-show prep where we had the concept of your favorite typeface or not your favorite, but if each typeface, if each font, you had to say it in a certain way, a certain inflection, what would that, what would that be? So we've, 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 we have four people here in studio. Now we have producer Josh block. We have, uh, we have brewmeister Randy, we have sommelier Jana and myself. So, uh, we are going to go around and each one of us is going to give a dialect and inflection of a typeface, a font, in the way that we think it should be said every time we see it printed. We're going to start here with, we're going to start with Randy. Randy, go. 
Impact. <laughs> Jana, you're up. Papyrus. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> All right. So, so I'm kind of surprised that papyrus is a sexy sounding font. Yeah, yeah. Why is that? Why is that? I think it. I think that it's is it elegant to you? <laughs> no, it's not even elegant. It's at the time when papyrus was kind of cool that oh. I thought that I could do a bumper sticker that said "Pray" in papyrus font, font, oh, and yeah. it would sell. When when was the papyrus cool? Like <laughs> when did you say this was last? I think it was minutes. 1998, maybe. Oh, okay. When they took texture and just applied it to yes. another it font. Yes, so it was and very it zen yeah, and okay. very meditative oh yes papyrus pray <laughs> think about pray in a papyrus what? font and put it on a bumper mm-hmm. sticker mm-hmm. wait you at one point in your life were selling <laughs> this is when i was not working you were selling bumper stickers in my mind that said pray in p- papyrus <laughs> font yes and i really she was selling out I, in my mind crazy. i was selling them out yes <laughs> It God really help me. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I like Avenir Book. Is that how you say it? Avenir Book? Avenir. Avenir Book? That's yeah. one of my favorites yeah. now. Well, that's that's what we use for the agency. And that's uh, why I like it. Tim claims I'm that a- I'm obsessed with it, but it just happens to be like a a current font that a lot of people are using. But right I do now. like it's it. It's really good. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. You were in an MBA class? Oh my gosh. For two classes. <laughs> oh, no. Bitch. No. <laughs> you need to cut now. In the space gym. Here's your chance. Do your dance in the space gym. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was told I needed to do comic sans. Um <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so what what did I do earlier? Oh, 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 oh,